0: All right, hey dude, hey, welcome back to another episode of the Brain Dump Diaries podcast. I am Jesse Wallacher, your host, your athletic mindset coach. Yeah, yeah, I don't know why that didn't make sense. <laughs> um, owner and creator of Confident Fit Coaching, Roxola Gym, the membership, which feel free to join and contact me for more information. Um, that's a thing now, which I'm super excited about. Um, creator of three journals. Um, and so much more, the Random Diaries podcast, and so many things. So, we're just going to dive into this, because I'm sure you're very interested in the title of this, um, how mono got me more interested in walking, or whatever it is I'm going to title this. What should I title this? Because, here's the thing, I just got back from a walk, and I live in Minnesota, and right now it is, I think it's in the single digits, it's flipping cold right now, um, Yeah, it's two degrees. It's two degrees right now. Wait, six degrees. Just kidding. It needed to um, regroup. But I'm in Minnesota and it is six degrees right now on November 12th, 2019. How exciting. (laughs) So, what I wanted to talk about is I'm definitely going to come up with a better title. And if you have clicked on it, then obviously it was a better title than what I came up with now. Um, But I was just reflecting on this and. talking to uh, my boyfriend Colton about it as well how um, I was thinking of going to the gym today but you know what I might actually go for a walk because that's just kind of calling to me and it sounds a whole lot better and um, he messaged back I don't get walks which like I didn't either but I wanted to kind of talk about how like life-changing like changing my view and perspective of walks have been and I know this is such like a silly thing to think about and talk about but let me break it down for you because if you have an athletic or competitive mindset if you grew up in sports or have just been around the hustle go fast go harder mentality then I know you're gonna resonate with this a lot so here's the big shift so this goes back to freshman year of college yes where all all the life-changing things happen right? Right out of high school. So I did all the things and this has been like huge transformations for other things, which I know I will talk about later, but right now we're talking about Monom. So I went into college and did all the things that they suggested. I took a full course load. It was either 16 to 18 credits because what was it? You could take, you could take up to 18 and you needed to take at least like I don't know, 12 or something. So, And you paid the same price if you took 18, so why not take 18? Um, I can't remember. It's been so long. <laughs> but I took a full course load. I lived on campus. I worked on campus. I joined a sport. And I joined a club, which, I mean, they suggest all of this. And I don't know why, because if you want to lose your mind, you do all of that. So... I did I dove headfirst into everything and gave so much of myself and then I mean on top of that I was um, I mean I was taking a full course load I was working out every single morning and really got into working out so I was doing a lot of that Um, I was still had plans of like creating my own business and doing things like that so I was researching that and studying that outside of school um, figuring out technology and just playing around with things like that and I got so sick because of it and I know mono is a kissing disease but I don't know how I got it (laughs) because that didn't happen Um, but I know it was because like you're around so many people and your immunity is just your immune system is just broken down, and mine was already run down. Like my body was so run down from like pushing and giving and doing and so many things that it just fell apart. So I had joined rugby. I had joined the athletic training club um, because I was planning on going. I was going into athletic training at that time. Um, I was working on campus at least 20 hours a week um, I had classes every single day, a couple, multiple times, or a couple each day, um, my slow days, I had, like, one or two, I think, I think, yeah, my slow days, I had two, um, my full days, I had, like, four, four or five, and, like, when you're in college, that's a lot, so my body has just broken down, and I was sick, and fatigued, and uncomfortable, and everything like that, and ended up going to the doctor, I went with my mom, because my mom, I still need her at 25 <laughs> for everything. Help me, mom. I don't know what to do. I can't adult. Um, she came with me because I was just so so sick and just so not good, and I was also losing my mind too. Like freshman year was a lot, and if you've heard my other podcasts or just anything like that, I know I talked about it. Um, but it was just a lot of changing and a lot of a lot of a lot of things. <laughs> but we went to the doctor. And it came back positive for mono. And I grew up in a family that, I mean, my mom was a nurse. So any nurse children out there, like, you don't go to the doctor for anything unless, like, you're dying. Like, my mom only went to the doctor when she had, like, strep throat or what she thought was strep throat. Like, when it was so unbearable. And they said, like, it was the worst case of strep throat they had ever seen. So that's the family I grew up in. And, like, my brother biffed it in our alleyway on his bike and like had a big gash in his knee and my mom just cleaned it out and taped it up and everything and now like it healed over and he like the scar he has no nerve endings there like he can't feel it like that's what we grew up in (laughs) like you only go to the doctor when it's like like it's terrible but also like it's so frustrating when you go there and they like it comes back negative and it's like but it sucks come on like I remember I got this is such a side tangent but I remember when I got strep throat I um we went to the I remember getting it like twice and we went to the doctor twice and the one time when it didn't seem that bad it came back positive as strep and one time when it was worse it came back negative so that I couldn't do anything about it I'm like this is stupid what the heck <laughs> but so like going to the doctor for this like especially in college like was a big deal like it was a lot I've got another tangent to go on that but um So we went to the doctor. came back positive for mono. And, like, with mono, you need to take it easy. And, like, this is something that, like, stays with you forever and, like, affects you long-term and everything like that. Like, my um, thyroids or whatever it is, like, they're still larger than normal. Like, I can still very much feel them when I, like, normally you wouldn't be able to. Like, it just affects you and it runs you down. And, like, she told me that I couldn't play rugby anymore. And I know my mom said it, too. But, like, my face says more than I would like it to. So, (laughs) like, if I get upset, my face will just say it more than anything. If I am annoyed, my face will say it more than anything, like, before my words or anything like that. And I can't mask it. It just automatically does it. And when the doctor told me, like, I couldn't play rugby anymore and I would, like, I couldn't work out and I just had to, like, take it easy, my mom said, like, I... I like looking at your face, I thought you were going to kill her. (laughs) You looked so mad. And I was like, I didn't mean for that to come across. Like, yeah, I'm upset about it. (laughs) Because, like, I had grown up as an athlete. I had grown up as, like, being physically fit and everything like that. And the fact that I couldn't do anything, like, I couldn't work out. I couldn't go heavy and hard because it was just going to wear me down and, like, make me uncomfortable and all that stuff, like, was almost like a death sentence for me. Like, that's how big and important and, like, monumental it was. So when I couldn't work out, when I couldn't, like, I had to stop playing rugby and, like, I had just gotten so close to all these girls and I had made so many good connections and everything like that. Like, it was so hard and it was so rough. And I remember, like, the only thing I could really do and I really just needed to move and I needed, because like the gym was my therapy. Working out was my therapy and my escape and the one thing that was like mine and helped me with my sanity and my stress. And you take that away and it was just, it was so bad. So I was like, I have to do something. I was like, okay, why don't I go for a walk? Like the thought just came into my mind and maybe that's not where you're at, but like going for a walk is not the first thing that comes to mind when like needing space. It's like always working out or always going and doing something like high intensity. And the thought, and the fact that like, I thought of going for a walk was like huge in itself because this is where the big transition and transformation comes and like why this has been like a monumental thing for my life. It's like going for a walk. Um, because I thought like, if I was going to go for a walk, I might as well go for a run. Like you see young people going for a walk to get to class. Like they don't just go on walks. Like I'm a fit and athletic person. Like I need to go for a run. I can't go slow. I need to run. And even that, like, I didn't like running because like people would, because I'm like a heavy breather and it's harder for me to breathe when I run and I might not be doing it right. And like, I have more fat than everyone else. And like all these other things were coming up, but like the fact that I was going to go for a walk and I was this athletic person that people saw in the gym. Like, what are they going to think of me? Like, I have to go fast. I have to, I have to run if I'm going to go outside for a walk. Like, if I'm going to walk, I might as well run. And it was just this big thing for me. And then when I started doing that, like, it changed everything. Like, it was so big because when I would go for runs, it was more just, like, I need to get to this end zone. Like, just looking for the end and struggling to get past it. And, like, the runner's high that people talk about, like, I don't know what that is. I'm still searching for that at this point, but, like, that was something I never did. So, like, I could never just lose myself and be with myself, if that makes sense. I'll explain it more in a bit, but like, even when I was in the gym, it was focused on the workout, and focused on the muscles, and on, like, if my mind did wander, it was more in, like, the athletic sense of, like, what can I do more of, like, what's my next project going to be, and all that stuff, but, like, once I went on a walk, my mind was just free to, like, splurge, and pour out itself, and just, like, dump everything that I needed to process because and this is why I like going on like longer drives too and just listening to music because here's the thing when your body is focused on one thing and you're away from distractions and you only have music to listen to and this is the same for me like when I go for walks and when I go for long drives like I'm not on my phone I can't just I can't text I can't look at anything else I'm focused on Walking, (laughs) because I mean, I fall and trip and slip. Like when it's a clear day and there's nothing on the ground, and like same with driving. Like you don't look at your phone when you're driving, so you pick you pick a. In my case, right now where I'm at, I pick a CD, and go with that. Or if I listen to the radio, and if it's if I'm in a really good spot, like I can just stick with the radio station and not need to change it when the commercial comes out But when your mind, when your body is distracted with one task that is very simple like walking or like paying attention to the road and it's away from distractions and it's not able to look at anything else you're 100 percent able to just be with yourself and you're stuck there you can't do anything else you can't get distracted by anything else and this is why like so many people text and try this is why so many people like do not like going for walks, they want to get there faster. They want to do other things. They need they need other things in order to feel like they are um, multitasking or they are doing more or they're doing enough, or they're going to be successful and they're going to succeed. And this is this is like where I was at and where walks just totally broke that down for me because I was alone with myself for an extended period of time. Like, depending on how long I would go for a walk, like, I've gone for, like, five-mile walks just because I would get lost and distracted and needed space to just explore and be with myself. And, like, there were so many times where, like, I would listen to music and, like, I have full CDs and full playlists that symbolize walks. And, like, that's the other beautiful thing of music is, like, it brings you back to a certain point in time. And I remember, like, when we would go on family vacations, like, I would want to get a new CD, and that CD would represent that vacation, or that trip, or that drive, or whatever it was, and it would bring me back to those moments. So, like, I think Taylor Swift 22 came out at that point, and I had bought the music and put it on my Apple Shuffle, (laughs) because that's what I used to work out with. I mean, it's just, it clips on on your clothes, like, why wouldn't I... (laughs) So, um, I would listen to that, and like still to this day, when I turn on certain songs, it brings me back to walking through Mankato, Minnesota, um, crunching on leaves and like dealing with the things that were hurting me and that were struggling, that I was struggling with, and like working through relationships or potential relationships, and working through feelings, and working through my inadequacies, and like really. Opening up the thought of, like, how am I going to do this? How am I going to get through this? And, like, that rang loud and true for me this past year. When I mean, this time last year, I was back at home thinking that I was going to, like, have this wonderful and beautiful apartment and um, be changing all of these lives and growing my business to this, like, extravagant extent. And if you listen to my last podcast, um, like dealing with seasons in life like this was a big one that I had let outside perspective and people that were doing that were doing different things in me influence how I was being and how I was running my business and how I was just doing life and like the when I was like t- just very very low and in a very bad spot and it was like a really hard time for me and my family just like relationship wise and like them wanting to help me but also like you need to figure this out and like get back on your own like we're not going to just let you sit here and do nothing which I mean at the time was so so hard and I'm definitely diving into that more later on but um was so necessary as well and I have so much um Respect and thanks to give to them for that, for that hard lesson, for that hard struggle. But like the only time I was really could really be alone and could really feel safe was going out on walks. And I went on so many walks. Like I, there were times where I would go out um, twice a day just to um, get out of space and get back in my own head and like try to find where I was at and what I was doing. Um, there's a truck going by, I'm sorry, I can't do anything about it. Um, but that was the one safe space because it was the only time I was by myself where I could put some headphones in, I put my hat and jacket on, put my boots on and just would go. And I have to thank Mono for that. (laughs) This stupid disease that like I felt was the end of it for me changed everything because it allowed me to slow down in life it allowed me to really look at things differently and it was the beginning of like so much change and like the very beginning of this transformation that I have gone through and now that I help people go through as well and it started with me having to get sick and like to the point where I it got so bad that like I couldn't breathe and I had to have a friend drive me to the hospital to get a steroid shot in order to like stop the swelling like it took to that point for me to start this transformation of maybe there is a different way to do this maybe it doesn't have to be all or nothing pushing and struggling and hustling and like working to I just was listening to let me pull it up I need to pull it up um on my walk today (laughs) because i literally just took a walk and came back and i was like i need to talk about this right now um okay um present over perfect by shauna nequest um i hope i said that right but The last little bit that I was listening to is, like, what the world wants me to be is skinny and tired. And I was like, oh, my gosh, that is too perfect because that's what I was pushing for. I was pushing for a skinny and perfect body. And in order to do that, in order to hustle and grind and like push to the next level and be successful, all I, all the people that I was following were like living off of a few hours of sleep and like, um, never sleep, never satisfied, like keep pushing forward. So like I was tired and I was exhausted and like doing that, doing what I thought success was and like pushing for that, made me sick and may, and forced me to slow down. And I know that that was like God's doing as well. Like whatever you believe in, um, mine is God and Jesus and the Holy Trinity. <laughs> um, <never> mind, <laughs> inside thing. But, um, like in order for me to get to that point, I needed to get sick. And I, I said this so many times and like other Sunday sermons or other, uh, sunday things but like i just feel god keeps throwing these tennis balls at me hoping like eventually knowing eventually not hoping he knows he knows everything knowing eventually that i'll like catch on to what it is that he's doing like it's time to change it's time to move it's time to do something different like this isn't working anymore like I have another plan for you it's all gonna be okay it's time to catch now <laughs> this isn't just like a hoax it's not a test like I'm telling you what to do keep doing like it's time to move and like that was what I needed to do like I for some and it's definitely changed now but like back then I needed a hard cut like I'm waiting for your voice, like for me to like head into this level, into this life, into this path that he has for me. Like I needed to hear his voice and I kept searching for that like ever since. And like people go their entire lives without hearing God. And some people hear him consistently and some people hear him once or twice in their entire life, but still knowing that he's there and still trusting that like they he's, we're doing what he wants us to do. And it caught like forcing me to become very, very sick and slowing down and taking a new look at life, like, changed my path entirely and really changed a whole awful lot for me, which is awesome and which is like super, super cool. But it's also a hard lesson to do because when you are so focused on. Like stress and success, and always tired, and always doing more, and going above and beyond, and being the perfect employee, and being the perfect child, and being the perfect parent, and being the perfect friend, and the perfect spouse, or the perfect partner, or the, the perfect anything. Like, always striving for that is going to tear you down, and is going to make you not perfect, and is going to make you not reliable, and not fun, and not good, and not cool to be around like you need to slow down you need to focus on you you need to take it slow and actually allow yourself to get to know who you are again because you did at one point we would we would play and be comfortable with ourselves like so many kids have like um imaginary friends and it's just living with themselves and being in their mind and letting it soar and letting it be whatever they want it to be and we lose that when we get older because somebody told us that we needed to be to like live in reality and we needed to like grow up and we needed to be responsible and we needed to do all of these things that somebody else told us to be even though we knew all along what it is that we wanted to do and what we wanted to be in our true authentic self. But then we started clinging on to other people's beliefs and other people's ideas of it. And that's when we started losing ourselves. And that's when we started to get uncomfortable with being alone because we don't even know that person anymore. Oh, man, look what happens when I just speak and talk. (laughs) And that's why I struggled with like going on a walk because it wasn't like me running to a certain distance and then i could slow down for a little bit it wasn't me like getting through this set and then racking the weights and going to the next exercise or waiting 30 seconds and then doing it again it was me going on hour-long walks with myself and letting my mind just wander and be open whether that was just listening to the music the entire time which it never really is, or letting my mind process everything, bring up new ideas, process the um, fight I'm going through, process the dilemma in life I'm dealing with, process the change I'm about to accept and go under. It allows you to be with yourself and actually process what is happening in your life. And that was a hard thing for me to do, but it was also the biggest thing for me to do and the best thing for me to do as well. So yeah, that is how Mono changed my perspective of walks and that is how Mono started healing my relationship with myself. And I don't want you to have to wait until a death happens, until you're sick, until an accident at work occurs, until you are forced to be alone and to be still and to be silent with yourself without any distractions, without anything else in order for you to start this process. Because it is a process. It is a process of healing. It is a process of getting to know who you are. It is a process of, Accepting what your past has led you to at this point and forgiving yourself for all the negativity, all the things you felt you didn't measure up to, all those negative things you said to yourself, all of the events that have happened in your life that have led you to this moment, whether it is a good or a bad moment in your eyes and processing it and being okay with it and dealing with the emotions and allowing yourself to actually feel the feelings and to know that it's totally, totally, totally okay. It's totally fine. It's totally doable. It's totally a good process to get through. And I want you to do that. Again, I don't want you to have to wait until a monumental thing happens. I want you to start even just exploring that now because that is the thing that is going to be life-changing. Maybe it is walks for you, maybe it is car rides, maybe it is just sitting and reading, whatever it is. I want you to start changing that perspective of it and actually allow yourself to be alone with yourself. Because it's a hard thing to do, but it is going to be the most healing thing you will ever do. so I just wanted to share that story because it was a longer story than I wanted to like narrow down into a worded post so I just wanted to chit chat about it and vent on it and dump into this diary podcast that I have for you that I am just allowing the world to see so yeah this is my diary that I am dumping my brain out onto in podcast form so people can listen because i know more people need to hear this and i know more people can relate to this than just me so here is your validation that you are not the weird one alone that is going through this or has these thoughts you are more than capable of dealing with this you are more than capable of getting through it of getting past it and seeing monumental change because of it it will change your life if you have a weird view of walks of slowing down of being with yourself being alone with yourself with nothing else to distract you it is going to be uncomfortable because it is going through it's like a first date it's an awkward first date of getting to know the person that you have spent so much time with that you have wanted to get to know but it's still a first date It's still an awkward first date, and it's getting through that, knowing that the relationship at the end and the relationship to come is going to be so monumental and so worth it and so beautiful. So here's your validation that it is going to be good, it is going to be worth it, and I want you to explore it. So on that note, I'm going to leave you with the hope that you will spend a little more time with yourself today a little more time quietly with yourself today whether it's a little bit or it's for a nice long walk if you are going on a walk just make sure you bundle up because it's cold outside especially if you're in minnesota which i feel like a lot of my people right now are in minnesota so bundle up stay warm and go see what your mind has to tell you and allow it to just freely flow because you might have some negativity things come up and that's what you're afraid of negativity negative voices come up negative thoughts come up and that's what you want to avoid by do by not being alone but it's working through that and just seeing like that's a whole other thing so, if you are dealing with that, please let me know because I would love to chit chat with you on it. And, like, getting rid of those negative voices and those insecurities is something we definitely dive into deeply when I work with um, my private clients, which I am having spots open up very soon if you are interested in that. So, be sure to reach out to me and we can chit chat on it more. But um, I think I said I was going to leave you with that like two minutes ago. <laughs> So I'm going to close this out. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Brand Up Diaries Podcast. Uh, feel free to reach out to me on any of my social medias that are linked below. It is Jesse Wallaker across the board, whether it is Instagram, Facebook, or my website, jessywallaker.com. And I look forward to chit-chatting with you again very, very soon. Bye-bye.